Don't question me, you black bitch. I, I, I won't anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can you imagine me being black? it's dc's latina drag in new paris yes the premiere you didn't know and it's dc's most famous um that guy from tiktok (laughs) are you the guy from tiktok i love that question because i never get it (laughs) um yeah people have asked that if you were if i was you in drag that's for sure right i remember that era that was a fun era for me because i just liked the mystery i wanted people to be like this little hobbit can turn into this giant beautiful woman where hobbits are four foot right 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 like i like i said like i said to you you're four foot five you're seven foot seven (laughs) (laughs) no do you do you Um, get tired of being noticed because as someone who's never noticed because i only show up in drag um i know i don't relate i'm a regular person I mean, it's definitely different. I think we've had different experiences from this podcast lately, just because I do put my face out there and you keep your identity more of a secret and mostly behind a camera. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So when you're actually going out into these spaces and like, I feel like, like I said, I walk around, like just commute, you're always in a car. No one's gonna like jump in your car and ask you who you are. So I think there's just different opportunities to be noticed. Um, however, being noticed almost every day is very interesting because I find myself just saying the same thing every time. Like, oh my God, hi, it's so nice to meet you. Yes, thank you so much. Right, and right. Like, and it's like, I love meeting new people and I always try to ask people's names just to get to know them and ask a question here and there. But it also becomes overwhelming because you don't know what else you have to say or if it has to be anything. So it's just, it's always feeling like you are being watched or being noticed. And again, nothing wrong with that. I always feel like somebody's watching me. I've been enjoying it. My only, I think, kind of nervousness about it is that I feel like sometimes people just think that a, I, I either I'm more famous than I actually am. Number one, because I've had people be like, uh, like on uh, announce on microphones, be like, multiple and we times, have, multiple times. This was definitely um, this past weekend, um, and someone was like, oh my god, we have DC's uh, Rafi Manzor in the building, or da da da, and like one or two people were like, oh my god, and then everyone was like, who's that? I, don't do that. <laughs> like that drags you me. Think first you think that's awkward? You think it's awkward? It's so awkward. And I also did not show, I, it, it almost makes me feel like I, I'm not allowed to show up to spaces anymore and just like- You're not. <laughs> be there. Um, I feel like I have to be in masks more. And those are just interesting. Cause like I said, I have no qualms about meeting a lot of people. I, I, I'm a very extroverted person. But um, when you have like, when when you have people like saying those things, like da, 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 and then you have like, you know, I'm still Raffi. Like it doesn't, it just doesn't make sense to make it that. And so I, that's the concerning thing is like, I don't know where I stand with people and I, and then you don't want to come across as like someone who thinks too much of themselves sometimes. So, and I can definitely be that person. Right. I mean, I obviously can, can't relate. I am literally motherfucking poppy bitch. Okay. Motherfucking poppy. And Raffi just tells me what to do. Um, from behind like, the TV screen. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's one of the best things about doing the mask because I can go out. You know, the truth is I've been to so many shows and no one has known who I am. 
and it's just like a fun little game to me my own little squid game you know um <laughs> People have walked up to you and be like, oh my God, are you like Rafi's boyfriend or something? And like out of drag, this is out of drag, y'all. Um, and like I said, and even like when you're in drag, uh, do you feel like people even know if you're that new new pairs or if you're just some black drag queen that's, or trans woman that's dressed up? Right, right. I, I do feel like I, because I, I dress a little pedestrian sometimes when I go out <laughs> to an event because I like to be comfortable. I think it just gives like regular, really, really pretty woman. Um, and I'm okay being Julia Roberts, you know, who doesn't want to live that fantasy? But I, I, I guess it's because just like you, I'm afraid. I mean, you know, like it's scary. I mean, it's a pressure, like, even for me going out, like, it's like, okay, if I go out, I have to look good because I never go out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, is are people going to talk? And then people talk to you when you're out and you're a drag queen. Um, like the TikTok that we made that people liked a lot, right? Yeah. Um, which is fun. Like, it's fun. But then, like you said, like, you don't get to, like, go out and just let loose. You're like, I'm going to go out and people are going to do this to me. And I'm going to have to deal with it. <laughs> Um, yeah, like I said, if I was getting free drinks from these bars, if I was getting paid for this shit, yeah, fucking notice me all day, fucking period. This is my life. Um, but also I have a I have a job, I have a day job, I have day stresses, I have things going on that just allow me to still exist in my world, which is Rafi. I'm still existing in like Rafi before TikTok. Um, there's not been any huge change in my personal life except for the fact that a lot of people now know who I am. And so in DC specifically. Um, and in so DMV area, okay. DMV area for sure. Um, and so to me, it's definitely just like become like a thing. Like, I mean, I'm not concerned that I can't even go out anymore, da, da, da. but it is just something that I have to like now be more. And I, ju- and I also just don't want to like deteriorate people from like approaching me. Just read the room first. I will say, and I have had people just read the room and literally like have said like, oh my God, I saw you the other day in a DM and be like, I saw you the other day, but uh, you seem like, oh, you were over it. So I didn't say anything, but I love your TikToks. Great. That is what we need. And that I love that. And then next time I see you, I will definitely be charismatic because you respect boundaries. Um, but then like, I guess like people are just like automatically like, I guess and, and, like, being called famous is like one thing, but like when you're actually called famous is like weird. It is weird. Yeah, it, I want to be treated like I'm famous, not called famous. Yeah, <laughs> is that, yes, very that. I want the, I want the benefit, I want to have money. But like, don't treat me like I'm a different person because I trust me, it just makes it feel, it makes it harder for me as a person who already has like social anxiety with people I don't know to like let their heart down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I I know how that feels. I'm not sure how you know, but. Muna <laughs> likes to think that I don't have social anxiety and that her problems are only her problems and that I am Ooh. this magical bunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be a victim. Just... Be a fucking victim. <laughs> <laughs> you are the All you've done. First of all, I'm the one. Again, this is what I do. We were... Tell me your experiences with fame. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. Um, it's, it's really crazy because working with children it's weird to see them not have a direction for life anymore. It's weird to see them not know what to do specifically because of this perceived idea of fame, you know, between TikToks and, you know, Instagram, like people just want to be like influencers at this point and they just want to do these things. And I don't really, and I really don't think they realize all that that comes with it. Like, do you want to not be true 
you know, around other people? Do you want to have your guard up all the time? Do you want to be so removed from other people in a sense? And I, I think that's something to think about. And it kind of just speaks to this kind of generation. Like, they, we, I guess we're all searching for this. But, then but we you are all so removed from people. And I don't think people understand that. I've encountered several t- uh, other TikTokers or other influencers and other just people. And, I, and I've met people who have been watch? I've hung out with followers of the podcast and people, and thought we are friends now. We have, we not friends, but we've hung out and we've gone social circles. However, I feel like I'm still able to create a human experience for for other people. I am very good at like just talking to anybody, but then you'll have literally people here, like people that I'm trying to get to know, either ignore me while we're in the group situation, trying to act like they're not that interested in talking to me, when they're literally looking over me at all, at, like, when I'm not paying attention. Mm-hmm. And these things of like, like, like you said, you're not allowed to, like you're so separated from actual people, but I think it's just a thing that is actually happening in our, our I think that everyone is so removed from wanting to really get to know people because I I would understand if I'm being a standoffish bitch and I'm not talking to anybody. At that point, I can acknowledge like, oh, your fame plus your standoffish attitude doesn't work together. People are going to be intimidated by you. But when I'm sitting there being human and then people are still like somehow scared of you or somehow like pushed away from you in some sense, I do think that still comes from a thing like people are so detached from who they actually are that they think they need something so much like basic or boring or like they don't want to like, you know what I'm saying? I just think that is something that I've noticed with my personality type. And I think there might be other personalities like that, that I feel like you attract these sort of victim role people like, like fawns in the woods. And really, I feel like those fawns in the woods end up being little wolves in sheep's clothing. And you're saying, oh, okay. I thought you were saying it like they need a leader. They're looking to you for leadership, for, you know, for security. Um, I think it's, that's, that's definitely part of it too. Like they like to be seen with me. I think that is an aspect. So they're detaching themselves already from that. If I'm only a photo op or if I'm only someone that you want to be seen with, what relationship is that going to be? And so to me, I'm not blaming it on fame or TikTok. I guess that is an element because they wouldn't even be talking to me to begin with, maybe. But I just feel like <laughs> that's something I've noticed is that people really like to watch, but when it's time when it's time to actually have a conversation with me, they very much d- detach. And then that's where the elements of a wolf comes out because like if you don't care about being noticed or you're really shy or you do this, then why do you care about being seen with me? <laughs> why do you care about being tagged in my picture? Right, right. The so, tag is so important, but I just think social media has, I used to think we were getting past that kind of point of like, you know, no more addiction, no more, you know, just letting it rule our lives. But, you know, when Instagram goes down, we all freak out. When... We don't get a certain amount of likes. We all freak out when we look at our stats and our insights and especially every influencer, because I know y'all are checking every comment, every like, every share. Oh yeah, we can we can stop acting like that. I'll be fully transparent with everyone on this on this specific podcast. Do I end up seeing every comment eventually? Yes. Do I end up seeing every like eventually? Not every like. Likes are hard to track. I'm not even seeing every like. Right, right, right. Specifically we get so many. Com- 
<laughs> yeah, well, no, TikTok is hard to keep track of likes. But like a comment, if you're going to comment that shit, trust and believe any comment that you've left on someone with with under 100,000 followers, and I would dare say close to a million followers, they've seen your comments, sweetie. We're not always busy. And we're not, uh, we, we, see, we get notifications for comments specifically. Um, and so don't, don't play me. Don't play us. Don't play the girls. All these influencers, girls, like, I don't read the comments. Da, 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 bullshit. So they don't respond to the comments. That's the thing. They don't respond to the comments. I 100% will admit, I do not respond to people. I don't read DMs. I don't do none of that stuff. If you have sent a DM to me, thank you so much. I send you all the love in return, but I don't check DMs. That just gives me so much anxiety, so much stress. So much anxiety and stress. Organization. Yeah, I don't like I don't like to do all that. I just I don't handle emails. Like I can't like reply to that many people. <laughs> comments are so easy. So I read all the comments. I let that I, I that's an easy way to access. Um so trust and believe, sweetie. Every influencer or not even not even influencer, content creator is checking the comments. Period. Right. And I, I love people because they're so dramatic. I love that, you know, they'll be getting, you know, two thousand views on their view, you know, videos constantly and up you know upwards of course and they get to an average and then i'll go lower and they're like okay i'm in my flop era that's my favorite thing oh, i'm in my flop era and it's is, just no one is being shadow banned none of y'all are being shadow banned yeah, that is Listen, crazy that <laughs> is that is no one is getting shadow banned and i and that is a, but see that's a true side effect of all this have i gone into that downward spiral before during all this yes yeah, like oh my god is am i being shadow banned am i being is this right banned? I have gone down that downward spiral. And, um, but like, again, luckily through a lot of therapy before all this. No, you're welcome. Thought, you're welcome. <laughs> you want to wave your dick on the camera? <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I, I mean, I feel like I coach you through a lot of social media things. I am very hands off with social media, as the girls know. <laughs> Go, go back to coach, Shaw. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Don't you think I am? Like, I'm very like, okay, I'll get to the comments when I get to them. I'll respond to when I respond. And I'll post when I post. And, of course, there's times where I might post more, but I don't feel, you know. To be clear, I only feel, you know. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is right now what people, A, think I'm doing. Or I'm, I work in- If you're a richer real have. life, right? Yeah, this is my real life. People think that. People have absolutely thought that. Um, and I'm broke. So I have no time <laughs> to like not post and not try to get that one video that's really going to get me uh, some gigs, some work, some things done. For sure. For sure. That is how I'm approaching it. We've always approached this from the podcast at that point, that this is a podcast first. And that's why I, I, I definitely have enjoyed starting the podcast with this because it gives us an outlet to distance ourselves. When people attack on the podcast, it's, it feels so distant than me being attacked as a person, you know what I'm saying? As like an influencer where like, this is my actual thing. So my goal right now is the podcast. This is a business right now. We're trying to really get this going. So if this is finally after four, after three years of y'all not listening to us, we finally have an audience, then yeah, I definitely do put that pressure on myself. However, what I 
hope that people are like not doing is really thinking that this is the end all be all. You know, I've already had the backup backup plan. If this doesn't go anywhere, I'm gonna have to go back to grad school, period. I have to go back to grad school. Like that's the plan somewhere. I do okay. see that. Cause okay, okay. Okay. Dudu okay, thinks okay. I'm not smart enough for grad school. Dudu thinks I'm not, not smart enough for grad school. That's not what it is. As a girl who has done that, you know, have escaped <laughs> to grad school. Um, I, I get it. I just don't know if that's something you like want to do because you don't like schedules and stuff. Yeah, I 100%, but I understand that I'm going to have to really buckle down and be an adult. <laughs> like I'm going to have to buckle down eventually, like in my 35 and really see, like, you know what? Damn, next year. Put, huh. <laughs> you do this, and it's really, like, psychological, sociological. You just spread misinformation around me. Complete, like, believable. People at home will believe that I'm 35. People will believe that I've been quarantined for three weeks because of COVID. You are just crazy you know what you should do make a lot about me okay guys <laughs> <laughs> nunu has a 1500 <laughs> right just all follow follow um i i think that you and other influencers have to get in in, in a space of I'm not going to say like being like content or complacent or anything, but like a space of just letting the art go, um, which is, again, we talked about this very Gemini energy. Thor G. Thor does this. It's like, I made it and I would let it go, right? Like, I'm, but see, I, I'm done. I'm my biggest fan, but I also think I'm funny. I also think my videos are funny. Like, if I, I am producing content that I wish I had seen before I got on TikTok. I am producing the content that I am like, this is hilarious. I do think oh, yeah. I'm hilarious. I do think I'm funny. <laughs> and so I I think when you don't watch your shit or you quote unquote release it like the artist you are, um, and you and Thorgy, since you brought up Thorgy, I just think that y'all are very analytical. Y'all really put a lot of like unnecessary pressure on y'all and on y'all y'all and also you hate looking at yourself over and over and over and over and over again. You know, it, I, it, it is so weird because I, you know, I'm at this point where now- Also, people- women specifically, I will say women specifically, I've, I've noticed from my other influencer friends that are women specifically have talked about how editing their videos or watching them on screen can be very draining because it's like they're watching their bodies so much more analytically. I was going to say like with letting myself- sh- my drag, my people at work know I do it now. And like, they see the Instagram and they'll just, the first thing they do is they go to my Instagram and they start scrolling. And I'm like, okay, calm down. Cause you know, the longer <laughs> you go, the worse it gets. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Cause I'm not back there. I you have such a control about how people see. Yeah. You have such a control about that. And that's, I think part of it all. I think sometimes it comes across as like, you don't relive your old stuff because there's some sense of shame about it or you're like, oh, this is not good enough. I, I guess I guess it is shame. You know, you posted such a fabulous little post this week about Nunu's costumes, which was so Nunu. gaggy for me because I just, like, I, I don't go back because, 
<laughs> like when I look at those, I forget about it. You know what I mean? Like I forget. Like, you look great I in all those that. pictures. I chose all your greatest pictures. Like, right, and you know, I guess, and I was, it was good for the time. You know, I was, you know, on less than a year in. I was having fun. It was quarantine. You know what I mean? So all those, you know, good things. But like, I don't go back because I don't feel like I was confident. Like I don't feel like I felt confident in my makeup until like June, honestly. Like this past June. <laughs> so it's weird to see looks from like a year ago. However, like, as you get more confident, do you think like you will appreciate your art more or no? I I think I disconnect from it. I think dis- dis- disconnecting and dissociating is such a real thing that we do and we don't talk about enough. Like I'm specifically like compartmentalized and I'll just be like, that never happened. I block it out. It's such a real sense because almost in the sense that like I look at the skills and I look at what I did then I'm like how did I do that how did I paint like like I don't get it it's almost like I can't get back into my mindset at that time so it's just so weird to look at it um do you think it's also like do you think it comes from like a knowledge of drag like do you think if you knew why you were doing this for to your cheek that it would somehow make more sense because I feel like a lot of drag queens, especially uh, these younger drag queens, are gorilla gorilla um, putting on their makeup like randomly, uh, like and I. That's I the thing about makeup; it's kind of like random. You just learn. Right? You, 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 you just learn. So I was just doing stuff. And I didn't have like a reason behind why I was doing it. So like, so it now doesn't make any sense that, to me. So do you think if you like actually took like a makeup class and knew about like full on makeup and like points of things? Do you think that would help you ease into like this, One, like disconnect more or like put the two and two together more or no? Cause you have such different lives. I think that's why you have to are forced to disconnect. I cannot see myself as a counselor and feel like I can just like, you know, I think your day job really like maybe does like that. Or I mean, I'm disconnected for myself though, right? I mean, I, I was new to Paris then well, see, I, I only think, I mean, I guess I was a new Paris, but I'm like, I don't I don't feel like I was a new Paris until like now, you know? Um, but I feel like it's that way for all the queens, right? You look at every other queen when they first started and it's busted. And that's just the point of being a queen, right? You got to start being busted. And yeah, it comes from that knowledge. Like I didn't understand anything. I was wearing, you know, that's the pictures you chose is when I first started to start wearing like female clothes. You know what I mean? Like, not like just random boy clothes. So mm-hmm. it was a good era and... I'm happy that there's so many artists now in the city that welcome these new queens. Because I do think the good thing about the city is that they do welcome performers, right? They welcome new talent in a sense. I'm not sure how great it is at supporting all these queens because these bars and venues will just like cancel and do things, you know, not thinking about the girls' livelihoods and stuff. But I do think it's a good space to practice, to get out there, to really just figure out who you are. Um, I think that's a great point there too, is you have to have support. And I think that in drag, I'm not witnessing a lot of support for these drag queens. Uh, talk about unionization. I feel like there needs to be We need to unionize in the city, girls, because these people are just treating us any kind of way. Any kind of way. And like I said, I love a free drink. I love, um, you know, a good time, a free ticket to an event. But if I'm doing drag, that's not payment. And to me, that's how finding out, that's how a lot of these girls start out is just saying yes and I'll do it and let's go. And again, that's the, that is the American spirit. I guess that is the capitalistic way, but 
to me, I think that's where that's the unis that, that's the unis that's the, that's where my lifestyle or my where I come from in my art. And I don't want to push and say that all this is art. No, yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell me about your art, Hadi. Art, I think art, I don't, art. I don't, I wouldn't call my TikToks my art, but I, what I would, I would call my art. You don't think it's art? Is, okay. First of all, my acting. Period. I'm an actress. I've definitely embraced my just like characterizations. I like to have more characterization. But as far as my perspective, I think that's what I'm selling. And that's what I am bringing. I'm bringing a perspective. I'm bringing a tone and a point of view. And so, and I finally like, I, I'm, I think I'm finally at where I'm at and where I want it to be, where I'm talking about things that where people like me are feeling seen, but I'm not doing it in such a serious way to where I'm going to get all this hate for, or I'm going to get all like, like, oh, he's being negative. Dah, 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 dah. So I have found a good like space. And so I think that is my brand. Like, that is my, that's what I'm trying to message. I'm trying to push. And my art is like, um, my storytelling, my ideas, how I can put things together. I think that does take a certain level of skill to know how to name something. Yeah, say what, something. what is your vision? And I do think when content creators or artists first start out, I don't think they always have a vision. I think that's probably where I would, we probably would both recommend they start, you know, what do you want to be? I think sometimes we get pressure to say, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna put this on, I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna perform. <laughs> And it's like, okay, but what are you doing? And I feel like I'm victim to that too, because sometimes I feel like my vision was, is still probably, and was very rigid. Like I look at old photos and I'm like, cool. Like I used to love that easy, random background, not really working hard, face tuned to hell, kind of gigarama. I think my vision for... My vision, my my primitive vision, the mission, I guess, of a podcast is has always been to give a voice to people that don't feel like they have a voice and to create content that has a tone and a, and a video also that has had probably been made several times. But I, I want to say it differently. I make I recently I've been getting into making fun of these Deloitte people. And I know that I ha- I don't even full full facts here. I've never worked at Deloitte. I'm never gonna work at Deloitte. But like I'm able to read these people up and down. And so now people from Deloitte, instead of getting Annie Annie May or Lisa Lisa Lee uh, over here doing like corporate TikToks on that are so very basic, very primitive, don't really have any nuance. I feel like my vision is I bring nuance to these corporate spaces. I'm really talking. I want to start kind of comedically talking about how anti-black the professional space is how anti like latino anti Anti color uh, immigrants anti-color anti-immigrants also like people oh my god i remember working at the imf international monetary fund and people would just be like oh like spanish people can have accents but the minute honey an indian person comes in or pakistani comes in there with asking they sound stupid why do you sound like that like slow down or an asian person why do you like slow down you choose people pick and choose when they don't understand a, a dialect and all those kinds of things and these are real microaggressions that people face in in dc but no one talks about it people just do it in silence and so i want to be that person i want to create a platform on those things um as a vision as for a career i see myself writing i pe- people don't know this i am a fantastic writer i feel like i can really give some good 
perspective. I know how to use my words when I sit down and write. So I want to be a writer. I want to write stories. I want to write movies, but I also want to write like topical opinions on like the Washington Blade, bitch. <laughs> I don't care where where would people are reading, but I want to be writing opinions. I want to, you know, make, have some interviews. I want to do. That's a good question. Do we want to be interviewers, or <laughs> I think we force ourselves into interviews interviewing people and we will be interviewing people coming up but that is definitely something i want to work on because i think interviewing people you have to take yourself out correct and that's something i struggle with <laughs> right right i mean i do think my vision mm, what is my vision now it changes as Rafi knows i am constantly in identity crisis so <laughs> i never know what the vision is really um now it i don't know i really don't know i i guess I'm trying to see if it's different than my vision at work. When I'm at work and specifically this year, like I've, I've been made a point to be more flamboyant, right? I want to be more flamboyant at work because I want to show kids of color, especially black and brown kids, you know, you know, that version of someone that a lot of us did have grown up. Right. So mm -hmm. that's what I, that's what I do. Um, but as new, new parents that, um, I guess I really just wanted to be pretty. That was the main vision, right? I just wanted to be a really pretty girl and take pictures and serve it and just be that girl. Um, but now I see myself and I don't know, I just want to be a star and a star in the easiest way possible. <laughs> like you literally like from formaldehyde performing for the that's first not, time. To me, that's like your, that's, to me, that's like your babies though. What? <laughs> that's what the babies would say. I just would be famous. I just be a star, right? I mean, I I want. To be, <laughs> actually, if I'm going to be very specific, I want to be a personality. I want to be a judge. I want to be an interviewer, and those are the things that I really am passionate for. Yeah, that's what she sees. Yeah, I love giving people feedback. I love talking to different people, and and counseling lends itself to interviewing. So I think I could do that really well, and I want to see my personal talents be translated into drag outside of just kicking and flipping well i definitely want to see you give some feedback to people's faces that would just be <laughs> so fun to watch <laughs> well you know if they sign up for it then i i got them which you ah, could yes. which you could if you come to our halloween costume contest okay the wait don't do it is judging we are going to have a scream of a time. I'm not sure what Halloween costumes will be yet. <laughs> but I do know that we'll be at the rooftop spinning some Afro Habibi beats at the Upper West Side Cafe in Northwest on October 30th. And I can't wait to see everyone there. 100%. Um, and so I think leading into, I think you've always also talked about that like, you just want to be, like I said, yeah, personality. I think you want to be like a picture girl. You want to just do the things. You want to be a socialite. It seems like that. Yes, yes. I just a, Kim, a Kim Kardashian. Is that, that's what Kim Kardashian is. <laughs> right. You want to that, be famous for no reason. Right. That famous for no <laughs> Say that. Just say that. Love Kim. Everyone, everyone knows me. I love and adore Kim. I think she is literally everything I've wanted to be a more genius businesswoman, icon, legend, period. Uh, all these business terms, all these terms, those are terms. Those are those are titles. Um, soon to be lawyer, right? Um, legend. So 
<laughs> so to me, I think like that's like, like I said, to me, I, I respect that hustle too. Like being famous for nothing, get your shit, get your money. Um, but I definitely think that that's always what I want to do. I always want to have a vision. I always want to have a nuance to what I do. Um, but again, this has been the only kind of way I've been able to share my perspective. And so if it means I can't show up to a bar and just like not be anybody, I'll take that for sure. I yeah, we will definitely take it <laughs> over nothing. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I'm not complaining. I want y'all to know that again, I've joined this ride. There's stresses that come with it for sure. Are my nudes going to be le leaked one day? Probably. Um, but I think those, all that to, to being said, I think that to me, my biggest goal is for people to know that I have something to say. So to any content creator, to any person who's out there really trying to push uh, your narrative to someone's screen, have something to say. Have an honest opinion that you really feel in your heart and that you believe in. People want to see that. Uh, people have pushed away this. Look at all the content creators. Look at all the fame that has kind of left us in the past Um three years i would say look at the look at this look at the influencer space now it's dead there's not an actual influencer um influencers are just you know saturated no, at this like, point and it's just like different now i feel like there um, is no actual influencer right now that like tell me an influencer right now that's that we would like that can sell out something right now james right charles now. jeffrey star no no Shane no no <laughs> No, like it's dead. People don't. Um, they Beyonce, can come back. I think Beyonce like, is the biggest influence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but let's not. Let's not. Let's not. We're not. We're not. That's the only person saying, I know. That, but that's not. She's not just an influencer. That is an influencer. She's a. An influencer has, like I said, something to say. You talking about like just talking the about influencer? Um, probably no one. All these bitches have just something to sell. Nikita always. They, they never have something to say. They just had something to sell. And so those people were weeded out of TikTok of the main algorithm. Yes, they still have followers, they have their views, but no one's really watching them, like they're talking about them. Like, like they were, like they used to. I mean, we saw at Toddy Rockstar, Miss Hall, Thirst Trap for no reason. I'm sorry. I, I mean, you know, Todrick Hall is talented. That what, that's, first of all, that's not who I was talking about when it comes to like mainstream. No, I don't care. I didn't talk I about think, it. Um, I, 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 I just think we need to, to stop. I mean, I'm not telling... You know, you're as young as you feel, but at your fucking age, you know? <laughs> like, you can't be, like, 39 and posting photos of you naked in the shower, singing. For what? For what? Um, I want to I want to say I don't fully disagree with Nunu's opinion, but I think Nunu is saying it in a more targeted way. What I would say is at the age... <laughs> of 38, 39, I would not myself as a person of color be posting nude pictures on my story, so easy, uh, for people that were not only just 21 and under, but also just white. Most of his fans are white. Most of right, like I thought, I thought he really worked hard to get his white man, so why isn't your white man enjoying this, mama? Do that, do that, mama. Do that. So that's the only thing I would say is like, also, 
Another thing about this whole situation, great point there is like curating your support system. I am tired and, and we need to start holding these bitches accountable. The internet is not as negative as we want to make it out to be. The, the uh, I, I do I, agree that depending on what parts you go to and how you interact is really not that bad. I've known a lot of girls who lost their accounts, who had these backups. And sometimes I'm just like, why are you involving yourself in drama? Like, why are you doing this extra stuff when people at this point will just report your account and get you canceled if you they don't like you? Like, don't be in the drama and then nothing will happen. Um, I don't think so either because we we let's just be clear we've also been pushed out because of that Nelly thing and that was a very necessary topic that we needed to touch on and we will get touch we will touch that in a second so I know no let's let's be clear Nunu um we have oh, okay. fallen victim to that several times and so I don't think that we? is the way to go uh, this, uh, this you have to cut this out because this just shows how disconnected you are from our podcast no I I, I mean I I'm a, I'm a separate entity and you know sometimes yeah. your opinions don't always speak for, you know, the dame. Um, we agree mostly, uh, however, y'all, you know, but, you know, we're our own people. So no. you, uh, anyway. I know that you felt that. Anyways, um, I will say, however, people be talking about like, oh, the internet is such a negative place. Like, you guys don't understand. No, sweetie, I've curated, I think, a very safe environment for myself with my with my followers. With my followers. I have not had anyone like come at me so sideways. I have not had someone just, I've had, again, a mean comment here, a mean comment there. But to say that I've had people coming at me saying that I look like a walrus and I should kill myself, I have never had that. So I understand that women are so much more targeted on the internet and we also need to like really have that real conversation, huh? And we want to bring on Nabila Tuatubadi, who is also a TikToker here in DC. And I want to bring her on here and talk about that. But to be real, like I, the way y'all come at women on these comments is unnecessary. And I know that's male privilege for me that I probably don't get a lot of uh, negative comments. But when I see these men out here, these gay men out here being like, oh, this is such a negative space that I don't know how this is happening. What are you doing to contribute? And, and, and what kind of content are you creating that's sending this message out? You have to also instill respect in your in your in your in your curated following. So, like, if your followers are not respecting you, and they're just dragging you all the time, then is it worth it? You know what I'm saying? I I do think curating your social media space is the number one way to ensure that your mental health is being valued. Okay, girls, because it does get rough out here. And especially for us girls of color, you know, we get life short end of the stick sometimes on social media. And, you know, we can't do the same things and abide by the same rules. So that applies doubly, of course, for those who identify with women or female presenting, you know what I mean? Um, but I still say ignore it, block it, move on and, and keep going. Um. I say if you if if you ain't gonna get blocked doing it, honey, talk talk your shit. That's what <laughs> oh my god! But you know Instagram at this point would be like, this is a harmful comment. You sure want to post this, bitch? Yeah, and I and I appreciate that. But I mean, I will say, uh, Instagram is so much more linear than TikTok. I have stopped. Like I said, y'all ain't gonna see me talking no more shit on TikTok because I ain't gonna lose all this shit. Mm -mm. I work too damn hard, so I'm gonna keep talking and making fun of people. Well, you can follow at New Paris y'all for the backup tiktok account for we don't do it if ever comes a day 
that uh, we get canceled for a little pink and pinion over here. And of course, we just want to close up this episode with an update on Keisha Young's situation with Nellie's that happened during uh, June or Pride weekend, actually. Um, and it's finally been closed, according to DC Homos. Um, Nuno, you want to read what they just posted? So four months after a private security guard dragged Keisha down the stairs at Nelly's Sports Bar, um, sparking so many protests, the famous Nelly's Block Parties, right? Uh, the once popular gay bar will now pay a $5,000 fine and have its liquor license suspended for seven days. But you're saying it's closed down. So it's just the seven days and all the comments are like, yeah. is this enough? Uh, and that's where we're going to leave this comment uh, today. Is it enough? And I'm going to go ahead and say no. And I'm going to clearly say no because it's just not enough. At this point, we have to remember that this is not just an isolated incident. And this is not just another incident. This can be a pivotal incident if we take it seriously. And it was not taken seriously. This just shows how the system, and that includes corporate America, that includes nonprofits, that includes all y'all bitches that are out here saying y'all are better in the world than y'all ain't. This shows what y'all's opinion on black trauma is and how to have how, and black people black mentality um y'all think that it's so easy just to get over it. and five thousand dollars charging this closing for seven days now that, that's retribution enough this i comment section has me sick okay bitch some keep, some person commented some person of color some non-binary gender non-conforming person of color just said oh I just want to enjoy Nellie's again. I want this whole situation to be over. <laughs> Craig, I'm so lucky I'm not dragging these people. Stop! Now you try to drag them live over the podcast. Bitch, we try to wrap up. <laughs> not this. Not this. Um, Who was it? I, I, you know, for... <laughs> Like I was saying, I just think that we have to really have solidarity here if we want to make a change. Like Rafi's saying, um, we can't just want things to be good for convenience sake. Um, and we're, we're going to keep following update this. Oh, I know her too. <laughs> right. These, these faggots out here. Oh my God. Shut up. I, I'm, this is my just be beef that I'm going to start because I know her. I definitely know her. Oh my God. And I'm telling you, that pick me energy is never going to get you nowhere, sweetie. It's never going to get you anywhere. You still have a white man like you want. Damn. <sighs> this is crazy. Uh, crazy. So I'm going to go ahead and make a TikTok about the situation uh, because I, the final TikTok, the last TikTok, we're dropping it. This is just the final situation where I do want to continue the conversation. Is this, is this enough? Is this how, um, what is this a reflection of? I want people to think about this. We can't just get, keep saying like, this is not enough. Why is it not enough? Why is it not enough? Enough is enough is enough. I can't go on. And when you are ready to take over to the messiest DC podcast, we're ready to take a look at our TikTok, Instagram, everything spotify where should you go for tiktok you go to wdvi podcast for instagram wait don't do a podcast and on spotify and itunes wait don't do a podcast with new and rafi and make sure you follow the name of dc uh, at new parish y'all and dc's best personal trainer at rafika onika
we ain't doing that no more. We ain't doing that no more. You are the separate entity. I am not the separate entity. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, and I want to coming thank- from the mayor of DC. <laughs> no, go ahead, mayor. Coming from the mayor of DC and the voice of DC and the dame of DC. <laughs> it is Wait Thunder Podcast. <laughs>